0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Brick House. I am here with Nick, and I am here with Josh, and we got a lot of NBA stuff to discuss today. Big KD injury news. We got a West Log Jam. There's a ton of teams in between 5 and 13 that can make the playoffs or the play-in. We got some Draymond saga, Dylan Brooks saga again. It seems like this happens every week. We'll get into all that, but first I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, and that's Liquid IV. Go get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code at the checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code, the underscore house, underscore call, underscore podcast at liquidiv.com. And we got to start with Kevin Durant. He is injured again. He's expect, expected to be reevaluated in two to three weeks with a left ankle sprain. He suffered this injury Pre-game, I'm going to emphasize that pre-game. In a, he was doing a layup and he slipped on a wet spot. He rolled over on his ankle again, left ankle sprain. reevaluated in two to three weeks. This guy can't catch a break, man. And it was right before his first home game as a son. Apparently, ticket prices rose 225 percent before that game. So, RIP to those fans who bought tickets just to see Tory Craig get extended extended minutes instead of KD. But what a what a just huge blow to a team that was already trying to gel and now they've got to you know wait even longer to gel because Kevin Durant's going to be out so I know both you were on that Suns train I'll start with Nick first what 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 happens to the Suns title hopes now that KD's hurt I
1: think it yeah obviously it hurts it a little bit but uh we already saw Kevin Durant is a plug-in plug-in type of player so if he is healthy after two weeks he's going to come back and he's going to be plugged right back in and he's going to be uh, just as efficient as he always is. I mean, the guy shoots like 60, 70% when he's out, out there on the court. So if he, if he's healthy in two weeks, the Suns are going to have a, fa- a fantastic shot, but if he is not, if he's not anywhere near 90 or hundred percent healthy, the, the, su- the Suns are, are, are going to be a quick spot out of the, uh, out of the playoffs. So um, the, this is huge for them so that they need uh, they need Kevin Durant his they need his rehab to to go well in the next few weeks yeah I mean
0: the you know part of the part of the reason why it's so big is you know they traded it seems like all of their you know glue guys all their best role players to go get him and now you know when he's out which it seems like he's out a lot he is he's he's getting that label as injury prone nowadays because he keeps getting hurt it just keeps happening over and over again I feel bad for him but it just keeps happening over and over. Josh, what do you think, man? How does this affect the, does this open the door for other teams to kind of sneak in that, in that, you know, West contender, uh, West contender ring? Uh,
2: I think it definitely does open the door for a team like the Dallas Mavericks keeps coming to mind. Um, uh, Let me just get this out of the way. I'm glad Joe isn't on this episode because he was always talking about Kevin Durant. He's, he's going to get hurt. You guys know that. And, you know, saying his light, the beam stuff, like <laughs> it, it, he's not looking so crazy now. I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him his props right now. But um, if the Suns fall to that sixth seed, if they fall to a seed where they're playing the Mavericks in the first round, I'm extremely worried. Um, you know, we all know what happened last year to the Suns. And if the Suns have to go through a Dallas Mavericks first uh, like experience again, it, now they have Kyrie. So it, it's, it's going to be a tough, tough road ahead. Um, they're only playing what two or three teams that are out of playoff contention on the way uh, to the playoffs uh, in the regular season. So it is going to be tough, but here's uh here's a couple things that have me, you know, in uplifted spirits, even with this bad news. Um, if you, if y'all have looked at Devin Booker since that Kevin Durant trade, it, he's on a mission. He is on a mission. Um, he, in his splits with Kevin Durant, uh, since that trade, he's averaging 39 a game and he's averaging, uh, around what, eight more points per game on only four more shots. So he's, uh, become an efficient volume shooter at around 24, 25 shots a game he's putting up. Um, and he has to right? no Mikkel Bridges, no Cam Johnson. Um, y- you don't want Okogie taking all the shots, you know, so he is putting the load on his back, and he is killing it right now. 39 a game, you can't stop that. And if we can just get through that first round, uh and we stay as a 4 or 5C, get through that four, first round, I'm saying it right now. Suns in four against the Nuggets in that second round, all right? Oh, so God. uh you, you got a healthy Kevin Durant coming back in that second round. As long as we can get through that first round, we'll be just fine.
0: Yeah, again, you got to, you got to, first of all, you got to get to a, a four or five seed because, you know, you're, you, you got a little, you got a little bit of a cushion as far as the four seed goes. I'm checking the standings right now. You guys are three games up on the five, which is, which is Clippers and the Clippers are going to keep falling. I think that Russell Westbrook right. experience isn't, isn't working too hot for, for uh LA right now, but Listen, you gotta get there first, okay? And we see Kevin Durant can't stay healthy. Chris Paul is like notorious for as soon as the playoff starts, it's like hamstring, groin, like shoulder, like something, something starts falling off of Chris Paul as soon as you flip the switch and it's playoff time. So, but listen, as far as KD goes, He's like, as for as much as shit as we give Anthony Davis for missing games and we call him street clothes, like over the last four seasons, KD's missed 158 games. That's damn near two full seasons worth of games. And that's 46 more than Anthony Davis. So I don't know if it's because of his, like, he's still got that slender frame. I don't know if that's catching up to him or, and, or most of them are lower body injuries. So is it age or like backlashes from the Achilles? Uh, Who knows? But he can't stay on the court. And this is the reason why I didn't pick them. Okay. Because... Listen, they're still obviously making the playoffs. I don't think they'll fall into the play-in game either. They still got a, a, a good, like like I was talking about, a good you know advantage on the the five through the 13 seeds, which we'll talk about a little bit later, how jumbled that is. But K, even though KD, he's probably the greatest of all time as far as plug-and-play goes, just based on his game, his basketball IQ, his overall mentality, he's not selfish. He doesn't need 25 shots a game. He'll get his 15, 16, 17 shots, and he'll be good. But they still have so little time to get chemistry and continuity going into the playoffs. And listen, they've they've played three games together. You're asking them, you know, it's a tough ask even for Kevin Durant to come back at the start of the playoffs with a team that he's played three games with. And I'm not talking about offensively because offensively they're going to be fine. You got Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Offensively, you're good. I'm talking about defensively. They already don't have a lot of great defenders on that team. And now you're asking a team to gel defensively. Having played three games together before the playoffs, it doesn't make sense. Plus, like I explained earlier, we know Chris Paul's injury history. Devin Booker's been getting hurt uh, a, a lot recently as well. And you know, CP3's playoff injury history. One of the one of those injuries got KD his second ring in 2018 when Chris Paul got hurt when he was with Houston against Golden State. So, I mean, it's a lot of it's just a lot for for you know the 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 Phoenix Suns to overcome, and I'm not sure that they can overcome it.
2: Yeah, I mean, this also is a time where uh, the second unit for for the Suns can really, you know, find a groove. They're gonna find that. They're really gonna figure out in this next, you know, fifteen games. They're really gonna figure out that eight man rotation. If there is something to look ahead to, it is it is, uh, you know, getting that second unit in. I I really, man, I I, I know there's worry about chemistry and only three games together, but it's. Kevin Durant, you know who he is, Matt. You know who he is. He's going to come in. He's going to be the plug-and-play player that they need in that second round. I don't even think they'll need him in that first round unless they play that Dallas Mavericks team.
0: That's scary. They're going to need him in the first round. This is not a good team without Kevin Durant. There's no depth. you got Chris Paul and and, DeAndre Ayton, who is known to go in and out. So this is not going to be – If you don't have Kevin Durant in the first round, you're—I don't care who's in the Western Conference—you're losing in the first round. They are not getting through a a first-round series without Kevin Durant. This team is not that good without Kevin Durant. So I think it's going to be super, super important for KD to be healthy and, and and ready to go once playoff time come around. And I think him being more important, him being healthy is more important than Chris Paul being healthy. But you know, like I was talking about, Chris Paul. He's bound to get hurt at some point, and he's 38 years old. He don't look the same anymore. You're going to rely a lot on Katie and Devin Booker offensively, which, like I said, you're going to be fine offensively. It's going to come down to defense, and if you can guard anybody in the playoffs because some of those Western Conference teams, they got some some crazy offenses on them. We see that, you know, Joe's Kings have one of the best offenses of all time, you know, uh, the Mavericks offense is crazy. The 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 Lakers have been super hot lately, even without LeBron. The, you know, there's a bunch of really, you know, obviously you got Memphis if Jaw comes back. You know, you got the Nuggets, who are my personal pick to come out of the West. So there's a lot of really good teams out west. You don't have Kevin Durant for that first round series. I don't think it's going to be looking too hot for him. But we'll transition. I talked about one of these teams, just, just mentioned them briefly. We got a, we got a Memphis and Golden State beef once again, and it's a lot more Dylan Brooks and it's a lot more Draymond Green. It seems like these teams are beefing literally every single day because there's, there's so much history between these two teams at this point. Like it, it kind of started when we saw Memphis knock Golden State out of the playing tournament in 2021 when it was kind of a banged up Warriors team and a young Memphis team came in and knocked them out and then last year we obviously saw Golden State knock Memphis out with the Western Conference semis in, in 2022 we've been seeing these two guys go back and forth, dylan Brooks and Draymond Green, they they literally are I think I think they have so much beef with each other because they're like the same, you know, they're, right. they're like they right. do the same thing for their team. So, <laughs> um they're just they're just yapping all the time and they bring the energy and they kind of bring that dog out in each other. Um but Brooks had some comments in an ESPN interview. I'll I'll, I'll read off what he said. He said, I don't like Draymond at all. I don't like Golden State. I don't like anything to do with them. Draymond talks a lot, gets away with a lot. His game is cool with Golden State, but if you put him anywhere else, you're going to know who Draymond is. He plays with his heart. He plays hard, knows the ins and outs of their defense. I guess that's why I like him over there. But Draymond responded and said, I quite frankly wouldn't like a team that beats me all the time either. If you wondered why the Memphis Grizzlies is not ready to compete for a championship, look no further than this idiot right here referring to Dylan Brooks. So, by the way, all this was before Thursday's game where Memphis was without jaw and beat Golden State by 20, and Dylan Brooks and Draymond Green were going at it. Brooks was all up in Draymond's face, and Draymond, like, mushed him with his elbow. So with all that said, (laughs) Josh, I'll go to you, man. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Whose side are you on? Do you think think Draymond's right, or do you think uh, Dylan Brooks is right?
2: Uh, well, I think the, uh, the four-time champ is right. Four-time all-star, uh, defensive player of the year. Once you get these accolades, you're able to talk like Draymond Green. Once you, once you have at least one ring on your finger, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to talk like that. I, I just don't, I see no value to what Dylan Brooks is. Like he feels like if you look at those walkouts, uh, when they're walking out in the tunnel and they do that dance like this uh you see dylan brooks at the front but it should be jaron jackson up there it should be ja morant up there they are the face of your franchise he's just he's just uh chatter at this point he's just noise Uh, i could care less about dylan brooks he's he's all talk. literally all talk with zero accolades like he will never come close to an all-star selection he will never come close to defensive player of the year uh, Yeah, keep the mic in Draymond's hands because we want to hear the truth, okay? Because we don't want to hear Dylan Brooks go off about doing absolutely nothing in the playoffs again this year. that I'm more worried about these both these teams. Uh you know, outside of both these players, I'm worried about both these teams. The Warriors are seven and twenty-six on the road this season. What I think the Pistons almost have a better road road record same. than you guys. Uh the same. Crazy. Ja John ja Morant, I mean Memphis, as well as they do without John ja Morant, and, you know, over the years they've done really well without him. He he's what's going to get you guys to that Western conference finals. It's it's, they're not going to be able to pull the same things in the playoffs. So I'm worried about both the teams, but if we're talking about this, this low little squabble between Draymond and Dylan Brooks, it's Draymond squashes Dylan Brooks all day.
0: hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's accolades and, and, you know, Draymond Green has been a key cog on four championship teams and Dylan Brooks, Dylan, Dylan Brooks, I, I said they were similar at the beginning. Dylan Brooks is Pat Bev. He's the new Pat Bev. He's talking. Right. He's, it's a lot of talk from him with not a lot of game. And True. you know, he's, he's a good defender. Don't get me wrong. I think he's going to make a lot of, he's going to make some all defensive teams. He, we saw in the game, he was guarding Steph Curry. He did a really good job on Steph, but it's a lot. It's so much talk. It's way over the top for someone who is not a great basketball player. He's a, he's a good basketball player, but. He's talking like he's you're talking like you're Kobe, bro. You ain't Kobe. Yeah. You ain't you ain't you ain't you ain't you know, an all star in this league or anything like that. So, Nick, man, what are your thoughts on this on this whole Memphis uh, Golden State beef?
1: Yeah, you actually take the words right out of my mouth. Dylan Brooks is the new Pat Patrick Beverly. Mm-hmm. I mean, who? Ca- no one cares about Dylan Brooks. He's probably like the fifth or sixth best player on the Grizzlies, and uh, it's just. I, I love seeing trash talk in the NBA. I love seeing beef between players, yep. but this is the battle of the bums. I mean, <laughs> D- D- Dylan Brooks <laughs> had 14 points, shot 14% from three that game, uh, didn't do much offensively. Uh, he contributed a little bit defensively, but, uh, I mean, it's not, it, not going to, like, Bring anything more attention to to the to the NBA because at the end of the day, no one really cares about Draymond Green or Dylan Brooks. I would rather have it where the star, the superstars on the team, are beefing like Luca and Devin Booker. That brings a little bit more attention to the game mm-hmm. uh, and spices things up for both teams. I think these guys are just you know, but just trying to do the dirty work for their team. But at, at the end of the day, Dylan Brooks hurts his team more. Uh, because yeah. we we all know what Draymond brings to the Warriors, and uh, it works for the Warriors.
0: Right? Yeah. I mean, I think that I think Draymond for the Warriors was a hundred percent necessity because like Steph isn't like a he's not like a in your face type of dude. Clay he's he's kind of Clay's kind of developed into that, but he's not really known for being like a in your face type of dude when KD was in there. All three of those superstars are just kind of chill. They needed someone to bring that energy. They needed someone to bring that defense and toughness. And Draymond was perfect in and, and his defensive versatility, his playmaking ability, he fit that situation perfect. And he's he's one of the big reasons why they were so successful. But I just want to detail a quick history of of all this all this talk because between the two teams, there's been a lot. Obviously, Dylan Brooks before last year, before still Memphis hasn't even been to a Western Conference Finals since he's been there. Uh, he called them a dynasty. Um, Clay, they win the title and brings up old tweets that Jaron Jackson had after a regular season game, uh, and, and and calls you know basically calls them stupid. Uh, Jaw says Golden State was in their uh, they were in Golden State's heads rent free. Draymond claps back at Jaw over Twitter uh every time these two teams play it's heated and it's physical it's playoff basketball when they play like you you watch these games and these are really entertaining games to to, to watch like Draymond flipped off Memphis fans in game 2 last year he's fine 30k <laughs> for it brooks brooks fractured uh Gary Payton II's uh uh elbow last year with an ejection worthy flagrant foul we saw Iguodala right. a couple years back in the 2021 season when he was with Memphis he said he wanted to be traded because he he wanted to be on a contender so obviously that, you know, rub Memphis the wrong way. A, a former warrior saying Memphis wasn't a contender while he was on the team, you know, so, um, and the list goes on and on between these, these two teams. And, you know, I don't think like you were, like you were saying, Josh, like the more concerning part is how these two teams are are playing basketball right now. Neither of these two teams are playing well and they have massive concerns. Like I, I, it was our bold prediction episode. I said, golden state wasn't going to make the playoffs. Like I'm, I, I feel pretty strong in that one. They're going to be in the play in tournament and I could see them easily getting knocked out of the play-in tournament because they're not a good basketball team right now. You want to know the two teams with a better road record or with a, with a worse road record, I should say, than, than the Golden State Warriors right now? It's the Houston Rockets and my San Antonio Spurs. The two worst teams in basketball are the only two teams with a worse road record than the Golden State Warriors have. And they're 7-26 and on the road. We talked about it earlier. They got the same road record as the Detroit Pistons. That team is not doing anything in the playoffs. I got some delusional Warriors fans still t- talking to me about, oh, we're still going to win a title. No, you're not. Like, get it through your head. You are not winning a championship this year. It's not going to happen. And then with Memphis, this whole Jaws situation is – It's. I mean – I don't see how they can do it this year either. There's too much distraction. Uh, Steven Adams, he's going to be out until the playoffs. Brandon Clark, one of their key role players, he's going to be out for the year. He tore his Achilles. Like Nothing is going right in Memphis at this point. So I don't see it with either of these two teams right now. I'd love to see a playoff matchup between the two this year. I just don't think it's going to happen because both of these two teams are just so, so messed up. But we're speaking of playoffs... Playoffs, we are going to talk about the playoffs. Okay. We're we're going in to the Western Conference because we got a just a log jam of teams that are from five through thirteen who are just absolutely just packed in between five and thirteen. The Clippers are just three and a half games up on Portland, who's the 13 seed, and the Clippers are the five seed. So there's between the five and the thirteen seed, there are there are seven other teams within three and a half games. So there's nine teams within a three and a half game difference in the standing so listen there's east teams who are close together in the play-in but personally I don't want to talk about the east teams who are going to make the play-in because I think whoever comes out of the east play-in is just going to get demolished by Memphis Boston or Philly which which two whoever end up the the top two seeds and the west it's a lot different you look at these five through 13 teams a lot of these teams could potentially contend for a championship if things go right for them so with that being said Nick I'm going to go to you first man Who's in the playoffs? Who's in the play-in? Who's out of everything? Give me your thoughts on these 5 through 13 teams.
1: 5 through 13. So I'll just lift, list off who I think is will make the uh, – I'll just go 5 through 10 and say who I think is going to make it. So Clippers are going to fall down, I believe, to the 7 seed. Mavs are going to move up to the 5 seed. So there will be Mavs, Warriors – then the Lakers will move up to the seven, uh, seven seed. And then I got Timberwolves at eight, uh, Pelicans at nine. Oh no. Clippers at nine Pelicans at mm. 10.
0: Wow. So that would leave Portland, OKC and Utah out, I believe. Right. Yep. Yep. I've got a very, I've got a very similar list. I think, I think that's pretty, I think that's pretty, you know, what everybody should expect. I think, um, that's you know, Oklahoma City, they've been a nice story. Shea gilgis Alexander is really, really good player, and Utah's been a great story, but neither of those teams I don't think are good enough. And Portland has Damian Lillard. I think we'd all love to see Damian Lillard in a play-in situation. He might drop 60 on you in a play-in situation to get himself <laughs> into an eight seed. But I think I just don't think Portland has the has the the firepower there either. But Josh, I'm gonna go to you, man. What's what are your thoughts? What who's who's in, who's out, who's in the play-in, who's out of the playoffs?
2: You know, I don't think Utah wants to be in the playoffs. You know, with all those, with all those draft picks, uh, Danny Ainge was not expecting them to even be this far. Let's be honest. Uh, Lori Markinen took a big step up this year, but Danny's like, calm down guys. Let's, let's let's get a higher draft pick. You know, let's, let's look to the future. It's not our time yet. So I think (laughs) Utah, Utah doesn't make it. OKC doesn't make it. And Portland's chances last night ended with uh, Joel Embiid's spin spin around uh, jumper uh, with one second remaining. Amazing game to watch. Um, Man. Uh, I think I think Golden State falls to the play in along with uh, Lakers, Pelicans, uh, Minnesota. I, like how, how long is Cat gonna be out? Um, I, I'm just not impressed with anything they got going on over there. I <clears throat> I think they they fall as well, but. I agree with Nick. I th- I really think Dallas goes up to that five seed, uh, making Phoenix's worst nightmares come true in a four or five matchup. But I, I do think the Clippers figure it out. I think you guys are sinking them down pretty far. Um, I think at the very, like, very lowest, they're at the six seed at the end of the season. Uh, very lowest. And, and then how long is Jaw going to be out? So a uh, Clippers Memphis matchup would be, Amazing to watch and if Jaw isn't there that's that's their way in that's their way in to get into that west semi round so um Phoenix stays around that four four five range along with Dallas um Clippers at the six seed and then I think the Lakers man. I love their defensive defensive efficiency even without LeBron. Ever since these trades, uh Vanderbilt has been actually my favorite acquisition. Um he's per- perfect depth for uh Anthony Davis and you know, he's making the right plays every time. Uh he's a big part of why their defensive efficiency is number 1 in in the league right now since the trade. So, I love the Lakers at that eight seed. And I think I think they take on the Nuggets at least to, you know, six, seven games. So that'll be a fun series to watch.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm very excited about the Lakers. I'll get to them. But the listen, so I'll, I'll just start off with, you know, I'm I'm in, I'm in agreement with both of you. I think the Mavs are going to end up the five seed. I think Luca and Kyrie will figure it out enough to stay at that five seed. And then I'm telling you both. I told you in the bold predictions episode what was going to happen. I It wasn't me just predicting something random. It was me literally looking into my Magic 8 ball and seeing the future and then just letting you guys know what was going to happen. I just, I would, I just wanted to inform you what was going to happen. And then everybody was coming at me sideways, okay? I told you that the Lakers were going to get to the sixth seed, okay? I did not foresee LeBron getting hurt. I did not see that in the Magic 8 ball. But I told you the Lakers were going to get to the sixth seed. And it's going to happen. The Lakers have been rolling with just AD in the supporting cast. AD's been going off and carrying since I said he was top 10 as well. And everybody wanted to be like, oh, AD's not top 10. And then listen, last night, he turned into uh, passive Anthony Davis again. He only scored eight points, and they still won by 10. So because you got guys like Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell, and like you said, Vanderbilt stepping up. And listen, because every as everyone says and everyone has said about the Lakers title hopes, in their year, it LeBron James doesn't matter. Okay, we got Vanderbilt. Okay, that's what everybody's been saying all year. You can clip that. All right, they don't even need LeBron to win the title. All right, I, I, I told you that. All right, you heard that from me first. Okay, but the Lakers in that six seed, man, they're gonna make it up there because their schedule is weak and they are hot. So Lakers are gonna make it up to that six seed. I disagree with you, crazy, on this one, Josh. I think the Clippers are gonna slide in that play, they're gonna be the seven seed. And listen. For, for as great as Russell Westbrook was in his prime, and he's all he's all 75, he's one of the greatest players of all time, Mr. Triple Double, he, he just doesn't fit into a team dynamic at this point in his career. He can't fit into a team, and you see it when he's on the court, you see it when he's off the court, his body language when he's not on the court is bad, his body language when he's on the court, he wants the ball in his hands all the time. And he just has he he just doesn't fit into a winning environment. And plus, you obviously always will have concerns with Kawhi's health and Paul George's health as well. So as well, so I think they're going to slip into that playing mix, and I wouldn't have very much confidence in, in in them to to do a lot in the playoffs. But uh, I think Minnesota will end up the 8th seed. They've been playing decent. Uh, Anthony Edwards is having an underrated season, but like you right. said, Josh, when is Cat going to come back? Uh, Rudy Gobert gets exposed in the playoffs. He's not a good. Uh, he's not a good playoff player um the 9 seed again my other bold prediction was warriors are going to be the 9 seed and i think the warriors are going to slip down to that 9 seed and i'm sticking with it they look terrible like we talked about earlier they have the same road rec- record as the detroit pistons they can't play defense and listen i see a lot of I, I i watch a lot of the these these sports talk shows like i know you guys do these guys are like wait wait until andrew wiggins gets back like bro if you're relying on andrew wiggins to get back just to like to, to to make a playoff run, like your hopes are shot. Like, listen, Andrew Wiggins is a good player, but if you're like relying on him to save the day, it ain't gonna happen. Like this team is in massive trouble. Curry cannot save them this year, it just won't happen. Uh, and then my 10th seed is gonna be the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, still got BI and CJ with a solid supporting cast and Willie Green, who I think is one of the best coaches in basketball. But Zion can't get back on the court. Like, where is Zion at? Like, I thought he was gonna be back in three weeks because of this hamstring. He's been out for like two months. And apparently he's going to miss another two weeks with his hamstring injury. It's frustrating At to least. say the least. Yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating to say the least for, for Zion Williamson and Pelicans fans. He's, he's, it's very frustrating, but yeah. So OKC, Utah and Portland are going to miss the playoffs. Everyone outside of Portland, I'm okay with. I want to see Dame in a play in. I, I just want to see that. It's, I want to see him make it, but it's going to be really, really tough. What do you guys think about, uh, what do you guys think about my perfect prediction for the five through 10 in the Western Conference?
1: I think you and me had uh, basically almost identical. um uh, bes- yeah. Yeah, besides a few of them switched. Yeah. Uh, the Western Conference is kind of crazy to me because when I look at the standings, I, I could almost see the first round where five, six, seven, and the eight seed all upset the top four teams. Possible. It's, it's not, it's, I'm not looking at it like, the top four teams are so dominant like they have have been in the past where it's just like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to write off the bottom four teams. This this nice. year it seems like there's going to be more upsets in the first round than we've ever seen before.
0: I 100% agree with that. There's a, there's a lot of um... – there's a lot of championship caliber teams who just for whatever reason, at the start of the year, the Lakers, Lakers have had injuries. The Clippers have had their stuff going on. You know, the, the, the Warriors obviously have had a bunch of injuries as well. Then you got the Suns who are kind of been going in and out. The Mavericks had a bunch of, you know, flux with, you know, getting different players in there. So, uh, uh, and all those, I could realistically see, I mean, I don't think the Warriors or the Clippers are are, are going to do anything. I don't think they're great basketball teams this year, but would it shock me if they, you know, made a conference finals or, you know, potentially made a run to the NBA finals? I I don't think I would be shocked, you know. Uh, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're good teams this year. But, Josh, what do you think about my 5 through 10, man? I mean, I like it, but
2: it's just uh, – I'm living over here in reality, okay? So uh, the, the Clippers sure. – <laughs> the Clippers, man. Uh, this Western Conference is crazy, like you guys have said. And I think the biggest reason, here it is, Denver, Sacramento, and Memphis. Uh, like, they have no long-sustaining playoff success right now. So there's so many question marks. I could see all the top three of these seeds, maybe not all of them, but each one has a case to lose to a uh, finals run Kawhi Leonard, a uh, finals run Stephen Curry, a uh, finals run LA Lakers, uh, all these, bottom, all these uh, bottom of the West, you know that six, seven, eight seed have a case to beat the top three seeds. Like when's the last time we saw that? Uh, I, I, I can't remember a playoffs where I'm, I had like not as much confidence in the one, two, three seed, as I did in some of these, uh, uh, bottom of the bottom of the conference seats. Like if the Suns go down to the six seed, you you don't think they have a chance against Oof. the the Kings or Memphis? I, I it's it's a crazy. It's I can't wait to see how this next you know fifteen, sixteen, seventeen games uh, plays out for especially the Western Conference.
0: I'm just imagining like Kings fans who haven't been to the playoffs in you know eighteen <laughs> years, and they they get to the two seed, and then they're like, oh, man, we're feeling really good this year. And then they watch the play-in series. And you get LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the first round. Or you yeah. get Steph Curry in the first round. Or you get Kawhi Leonard in the first round. You're like, man, we did, we, did, we got the two seed. Like, what is this shit? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, we worked the whole season. And now we get LeBron in the first round? Like, this does not mm-hmm. seem – and we haven't made the playoffs in 18 years. This doesn't seem right, you know. But, yeah, we all said it. I mean, it's going to be a crazy, crazy stretch run in, in the Western Conference there's a lot of really, really quality teams in the West. I don't think there's one team who really stands above the rest at this point. I personally would still pick Denver because I think you know they they're the most complete team and probably going to be the most team with the most chemistry at this point. But it's a it's you could I could see about six or seven, maybe eight teams getting to the finals out of the Western Conference, and I think some of those teams might not even make the playoffs. So that's how right. crazy the Western Conference is at this point. But that's going to be it for us today on the House Call Podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching again. Shout out to one of our sponsors, Liquid IV. Go get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code at the checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code THE, underscore house, underscore call, underscore podcast at liquidiv.com. I'm going to give you some Liquid IV today. I'm going to be in the extremely hot Maui sun – and my pasty white ass is going to need a lot of liquid IV to replenish those electrolytes I'm going to lose from this extremely humid sun that we got down here. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to StubHub, another one of our sponsors. No matter the event, StubHub has the tickets for you. StubHub sports, concert, and theater tickets as low as $6. We got, a, like we just talked about, a bunch of huge regular season games down the stretch. We got the play-in tournament that's going to come up. You can get your tickets on StubHub for that. We also have got the playoffs coming up in April. Get your tub- tickets, tickets at StubHub. Right now, um, also, if you have a sports fan in your life, or if you are the sports fan in your life, then you need a good sport memorabilia site to get your sports merchandise. Sportmemorabilia.com is the one stop shop to get all your authentic sporting merchandise. I got a bunch of Christmas gifts on sporting merch or sportmemorabilia.com. There's a bunch of good stuff there. Go check them out. Sportmemorabilia.com. We are also sponsored by Fubo TV. Fubo TV is the world's Only sport-focused live TV streaming service with top leagues and teams, plus popular shows, movies, and news for the entire household. There's no hidden fees. Get a free trial. Browse available plans. I personally have used Fubo. I loved it. You get tons of channels. You can watch tons of sports. You can watch the NBA. You can watch college basketball. March Madness is coming up, coming in hot. So you can watch that on Fubo TV. You can also watch baseball, football, Bunch of different sports on Fubo TV. Go get you a free trial. Fubo TV. Also, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate all your feedback. Tell me, I'm just, I'm just on fire. I'm not even going to lie. I'm just on fire. I've been killing it. Okay. Tell me why I'm right. Okay. I want to hear it in the comments. Okay. Tell me why my five through 10 was perfect. Okay. And be sure to follow us on all social media platforms, right? At the house called sports, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Twitter. Uh, our merch, go get our merch, meet the crew on our website. We got blogs up on our website, www.thehousecall.com. And that's going to be it for us. Peace. We talked about when it comes to your quarterback, especially a young quarterback in like Kenny Pickett. Give what is the
2: best? Exactly, exactly. And what better to do it than